Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Yahoo Ranger podcast, where we provide podcasts that will enlighten your understanding of Yahweh and his plan for mankind's salvation and eternal life. For more information, please be sure to visit Yahweh.org and YahooRanger.com. Unknown to most followers of Yahweh, there is a remarkable witness that provides evidence for the practice of the seven-day festival of Passover and unleavened bread occurring on Abib 14 through 20. This witness comes from an extra-biblical work, the Book of Yasher. The present copy of the Book of Yasher is by no means to be assigned the authority of scriptures. However, what the text says regarding the Passover of the Exodus nevertheless proves quite informative and interesting. From the book of Yasher, chapter 81, line 5. And the children of Israel traveled from Egypt and from Goshen and from Ramesses and encamped in Sukkoth on the fifteenth day of the first month. Line 6. And the Egyptians buried all their firstborn whom Yahweh had smitten, and all the Egyptians buried their slain for three days. Line 7. And the children of Israel traveled from Sukkoth and encamped in Etham at the end of the wilderness. Line 8. And on the third day after the Egyptians had buried their firstborn, many men rose up from Egypt and went after Israel to make them return to Egypt, for they repented that they had sent the Israelites away from their servitude. Line 9. And one man said to his neighbor, Surely Moses and Aaron spoke to Pharaoh, saying, We will go a three days' journey in the wilderness, and sacrifice to Yahweh our Eloi. Line 10. Now therefore, let us rise up early in the morning, and cause them to return, and it shall be that if they return with us to Egypt, to their masters, then shall we know that there is faith in them. But if they will not return, then we will fight with them, and make them come back with great power and a strong hand. Line 11. And all the nobles of Pharaoh rose up in the morning, and with them about seven hundred thousand men. And they went forth from Egypt on that day, and came to the place where the children of Israel were. Line 12. And all the Egyptians saw, and behold, Moses and Aaron, and all the children of Israel were sitting before Pi-ha-hiroth, eating and drinking and celebrating the Kog, or festival, of Yahweh. Line 13. And all the Egyptians said to the children of Israel, Surely you said, We will go a journey for three days in the wilderness, and sacrifice to our Eloi and return. Line 14. Now therefore, this day makes five days since you went. Why do you not return to your masters? This much can be agreed on by all sides. The Israelites began their physical journey from Ramesses to Sukkoth, on Abib 15. And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth, about 600,000 on foot that were men besides children. Exodus 12, verse 37. And they departed from Ramesses in the first month, on the 15th day of the first month. On the morrow after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with a high hand in the sight of all the Egyptians. For the Egyptians buried all their firstborn, which Yahweh had smitten among them. Upon their Eloi also, Yahweh executed judgments. And the children of Israel removed from Ramesses and pitched in Sukkoth. Numbers 33, 
verses 3 through 5. Yasher 81, line 5, confirms that not only did the Israelites begin their physical travel on Abib 15, but they also arrived at Sukkoth the very same day. Yasher 81, line 5 reads, And the children of Israel traveled from Egypt, and from Goshen, and from Ramesses, and encamped in Sukkoth on the fifteenth day of the first month. We will now advance to Yasher 81, line 12, where Pharaoh and his Egyptian army catch up to the Israelites in order to bring them back to Egypt. Yasher 81, line 12 reads, And all the Egyptians saw and behold Moses and Aaron, and all the children of Israel were sitting before Pi Hahiroth, eating and drinking and celebrating the Kog, or festival, of Yahweh. According to Yasher, when the Egyptian army met up with the Israelites, they were celebrating the Kog, or festival, of Yahweh. This festival could be none other than the last day of the Kog of Unleavened Bread. It should be noted that the last day of the Kog of Unleavened Bread would take place after sunset, the beginning of the day. The Egyptians then issued the following statement regarding the number of days that had transpired since the Israelites began their travel from Ramesses. Yasher 81, line 14. Now therefore, this day makes five days since you went. Why do you not return to your masters? A literal English translation from the original Hebrew text would read, And now, is not this five days of the day of going? In other words, at the very time the Egyptians spoke to the Israelites, it was the fifth day of the Israelites' departure from Ramesses. Let us now do the math and find out what day of Abib, the last day of the Festival of Unleavened Bread, falls on. We would all have to agree that we should start our count from the day the Israelites began their physical journey from Ramesses. Therefore, we will now proceed to count off five days of travel. Day 1, Abib 15. Day 2, Abib 16. Day 3, Abib 17. Day 4, Abib 18. Day 5, Abib 19. It is apparent that there is a glaring problem with these dates given for Abib. According to the book of Yasher, the Egyptians spoke to the Israelites on day 5, the last day of the festival of unleavened bread. Yasher 81, line 12. And all the Egyptians saw and behold Moses and Aaron, and all the children of Israel were sitting before Pi-Hahiroth, eating and drinking and celebrating the Kog or festival of Yahweh. As our countdown has revealed, day 5 occurs on Abib 19, which cannot even satisfy the requirements for the Cartodeciment practice of a seven-day festival of Passover, unleavened bread, placing the last day of unleavened bread on Abib 20. Of course, this has a much more damaging effect on the popular eight-day construct, practiced by most today, where the last day of unleavened bread occurs on Abib 21. At this stage of analysis, one might conclude that the book of Yasher is in error and should summarily be discarded, void of any reliable facts, that could be depended upon for sound scriptural doctrine. On second thought, if one were to examine it closely, maybe the book of Yasher is right after all. The first observation about the book of Yasher is that it was written from a Hebrew perspective. Therefore, the days are reckoned from the view that the 24-hour day begins and ends at sunset. In Yasher 81, 
lines 13 and 14, notice that it is the Egyptians who state how many days had transpired since the Israelites began their physical journey out of Egypt. Yasher 81, line 13, And all the Egyptians said to the children of Israel, Surely you said, We will go a journey for three days in the wilderness and sacrifice to our Eloi and return. Line 14, Now therefore, this day makes five days since you went. Why do you not return to your masters? Therefore logic dictates that the days must be reckoned from an Egyptian perspective, not a Hebrew one. Consequently, unlike the Hebrew day, one must recognize that the Egyptian day began and ended with sunrise. It would now be prudent to review our thinking process regarding Yashur 81, line 14. Keep in mind that all evidence indicates that the Israelites began their physical journey on Abib 15. They also would have left during the daylight hours, as noted in the following verses in scriptures. And they departed from Ramesses in the first month, on the fifteenth day of the first month. On the morrow after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with an high hand in the sight of all the Egyptians. Numbers 33, verse 3. For the Egyptians buried all their firstborn, which Yahweh had smitten among them. Upon their Eloi also Yahweh executed judgments. Numbers 33, verse 4. Not only did the Israelites leave in full sight of the Egyptians, but the Egyptians were burying their dead, indicating these events occurred during the daytime. Therefore, we can now begin a new count with an Egyptian time frame as follows. Day 1. Abib 15 and 16, sunrise to sunrise. Day 2, Abib 16 and 17, sunrise to sunrise. Day 3, Abib 17 and 18, sunrise to sunrise. Day 4, Abib 18 and 19, sunrise to sunrise. Day 5, Abib 19 and 20, sunrise to sunrise. With an Egyptian reckoning, it is clearly evident that the book of Yasher is correct after all. The festival of Passover and unleavened bread is a seven-day festival, Abib 14 through 20. Even if one were to take the alternate view that the Egyptian day began and ended at midnight, it makes no difference. The result is the same. More importantly, an eight-day scenario consisting of Abib 14 through 21 is unsupportable. It is also evident that it is impossible to construe from the book of Yasher a seven-day festival of unleavened bread, to be Abib 15 through 21. What the book of Yasher demonstrates regarding the festival of Passover and unleavened bread is what scriptures have shown all along. This seven-day festival of Yahweh is Abib 14 through 20. This concludes our podcast, Passover Egyptian Confirmation. The evidence brought forward by these podcasts should help the serious student of scriptures valuable insight regarding Yahweh's festival days. Also, for information regarding the festival of Passover and unleavened bread, please refer to the Passover topics and study at YahwehRanger.com. May Yahweh be with you on your journey to discovering Yahweh's truth.